Do you think she was making her way downtown? <laughs> what if she wasn't? I'd give her a pass. Making my way downtown. Oh, was fuck. taking the bus, actually, for those of you who... It gets, like, really specific. Yeah. Making my way downtown. On the, the red two. line. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Yeah! Uh, welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with an opening segment and a closing segment. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Yusung. I'm one of the other hosts, Kevin. And uh, that's all the hosts, and uh, welcome to the show. Um, Kevin. Hey, buddy. I have a really intense question that I want to ask you. <laughs> We're starting off <laughs> good energy and positive, and let's get intense. Well, so, But it's like way too intense for the first like 30 seconds of the podcast, so... I wanted to ask you. I'll like, move it to the very end. Uh, yeah, yeah. If we can move this segment to the very end, but also of I want a previous to- episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. What if we did that? It, it would confuse a lot of people. That'd be fun Easter eggs. Just time warping episodes. Just putting bits into previous episodes <laughs> or just random things. Yeah, I'm derailing it. I'm sorry. What? What did no, you? No, it's ask? okay. Okay. First, I'm going to ask a very innocent question, and then I'm going to ask you the very serious question. Oh, so you're going to trick me? I'm going to trick you. Okay. First question: Do you prefer it when it's hot or cold outside? Hot. Second question: <laughs> Do you feel proud of yourself? <laughs> Second question: What's your problem? <laughs> Do I feel proud of myself? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely struggle with confidence and I have a general issue of like loving and liking myself. But for some reason, I do feel proud of myself. Is that weird? No, I don't think that's weird. I think that's very, very normal. The reason that I ask is because I was trying to be proud of myself. I was listing down some That's things. That's great. Yeah. I was listing uh, I was listing down some things on pen and paper and then I was like I feel nothing. Am I supposed to actually eat this piece of paper and then I'll have those things That's how it works. Me? You consume it like a superpower. <sighs> I mean, that's what I've been doing wrong, I guess. But like, yeah, I was just I was just curious about how you felt. So you wrote down a bunch of things that I like, should be proud of myself for. Okay, great. Yeah. And you didn't feel anything? No. And then you were just like, okay, time to move on with my day. Yeah. But well, I was like, this is like the... It's tough though, because you, I think you're setting yourself up to feel good about... Like, that's mm. difficult. You know what I mean? You're setting yourself up to be like, this is going to make me feel good. Right. Which puts more pressure. Um, it is hard, even like looking in the mirror and being like, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> and then following through with that feeling. Right. For me... Pride comes like unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, when I'm not planning to feel good is probably when it hits the most. Because mm-hmm. I think if you're expecting to feel good and you execute it, it just feels average because that's what you were planning to do. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I think like sitting down with myself sad at a cafe being like, let's figure out why you can't be proud of yourself. is probably not the place where you're going to, you know, start feeling better. Yes. But I do think it is a healthy practice to like, it does raise the bar. You know what I mean? It it raises the happiness bar overall. So even though it maybe doesn't hit that, like, man, now I feel like a million bucks. You do then feel however less crappy mm-hmm. i think it, it's better to do that than to like not do anything at all a hundred percent yeah i think so 
So, um, welcome to our comedy podcast. Haha, ha, we're so funny. <laughs> we should start doing stand up together. Ooh. Have you ever done stand up? I have done stand up. How'd it go? Um, I did it a lot in college. It went okay. Whoa, cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do it um, all the time. Not all the time. Oh my God, dude, that's so cool. Maybe just like once a semester. <laughs> please hit me with one joke, please. Okay. Um, but you don't have to laugh. Okay, but I mean, because uh, I probably won't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, like I've, you know, as people do, I was like, I was. T- this is not the joke, by the way. This is a story outside <laughs> of the joke, you know, as most people do. <laughs> um, I was like, you know, running my set by a friend over sure. dinner, yep. but like before that, we both knew that this is not the environment where one of us is going to laugh. We can both say, that's really funny and acknowledge something yep. without laughing. Okay. When I practiced my Portland set to Leah, mm-hmm. she had Rolly her hedgehog and just held him <laughs> and politely like smiled and nodded right. and then went, that was pretty good. <laughs> was Rolly giving you the middle finger the whole time? He fell asleep. <laughs> which felt like it was foreshadowing something. But I, I totally relate to what you're saying of mm-hmm. That environment just feels like, yeah, great job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's the joke. What happened when you ran it by your friend? That that's what happened. Is no, that what you're saying? No, 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 Kevin. No, no, no. no. Okay, Kevin, sorry. I'm entering joke zone. We're in the joke zone. We're baby. in the joke zone. Listeners, goes. buckle up. We in the joke zone. <laughs> and Kevin, I have not done stand up in a very, very long time, and I forgot to eat lunch today. I'm feeling crazy. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, lately, I've. <laughs> what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm in. I love this. <laughs> I didn't even change my voice that much. Okay, here we go. Okay, I can't look at you. Don't. Lately, I've uh, lately I've felt like I've realized that I'm way too needy when it comes to relationships. I think I'm like the human equivalent of a Wikipedia donation ad. Like it's just my face and a banner, and it's uh, like yeah. if, if Kevin, if every uh, female person made out with me for just three minutes, we could solve this crisis by midnight. Okay, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, this is I. I feel I look. I know I don't have to defend myself. I know you are actually. It's a good joke. Yeah, it, it's it's a good joke. It, anyway, stand up was fine. It went well in in college, but also like you know, college audiences are mostly your friends who want to see you succeed. So yeah, they're there to support you. Yeah, they're there to support you. I remember the first time I did it, I didn't eat for like a week beforehand because I was so nervous. Or I, I was just like very. Oh my god. Very like squeamish. I, I I ate just like you know. I was just very yeah upset stomach the whole time. The first time I did it was in college as well. I only did it once in college. Kevin, my tell us a year. joke. So this one time, just kidding. Um, <laughs> the um, I was more like secretly practicing, uh-huh. and then I saw the the open mic right. like online, and I don't know if I should be sharing this. this is like kind of personal, mm. but I that nah, doesn't really matter. I texted my, at the time, my uh, girlfriend in college mm-hmm. and said like, hey, I'm, I'm about to do, I think I'm going to do stand up tonight. And she was like, don't, I want to come see you, but I have a rehearsal. I can't make it. Mm. And I was like, I'm. The show must go on. I'm graduating in a few weeks. I think this is like my only chance to do it. And then she was like, please don't do it. There oh will be God. other chances. I really want to see you. I really want to see you do stand up for the first time. And I just did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is not like me. And you guys are married now, right? And it's very awkward because we're now married. I should tell Leah about that too. <laughs> but I was just like, no, I'm 
I said, I want to do it. And I normally Kevin in that scenario, like caves and just says like, yeah, I don't like fights and relationships. This is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. And then I don't do it. But you were like, please, you know, I'm putting words in your mouth, but like gathering the courage to do it. And it was like, I got to go now. Yeah, exactly. I would have felt like I would have been really upset if I didn't do it. And then would have been more scared to do it in LA, Mm -hmm. which I only did like a few more times. But then I uh, did it. And and I think I talk about this lightly in the Portland set. The guy who went before me, it was like kind of Hicktown USA was like, very racist (laughs) and he was like this shitty white guy Mm -hmm. like insulting all these races and it was just like very weird um and then so when i went up perfect unplanned i just like insulted him right and was like what the hell was that Yeah, yeah, yeah and it got like a big laugh so my first like big laugh was like insulting people And it felt very weird. I was Wait, like, so if I asked you to tell a joke right now, would you just put me down for my joke earlier? I'd be like, what the hell was this Wikipedia joke? <laughs> because my past tells me insults other people. Um, and then I did my material and it fucking sucked. Like, oh, it, be, it was do okay. You have a, do you remember a joke? It was pouring out. And it, that was like unprepared, but uh-huh. it was like. That was another thing I was like, I can't do unprepared stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, man, it was pouring out. I like rode my bike here and people were driving past like, what do you do? I turn around. And like, (laughs) that's that's the joke. I love it. And people were just confused. Like, it is rain. He's right, I guess. It is raining. And I think I'm trying to remember. It was like a story about a guy... I had an issue with like my uh, lighting in my apartment and my yeah. dorm and a guy came in and was about to pull a cable that was actually the um, iron for like an ironing board. Yeah. And I was like, he almost like home alone himself or something. <laughs> it was a lot of like ha- half polite laughs. Yeah. But I got off that stage like, I'm freaking Richard Pryor. <laughs> In every way. Um, That's great. I'm glad you did it. And me also, too. I've listened to your Portland set. It's very funny. Thank you. I almost said the word actually, which would have been it really was, insulting. It was surprisingly funny <laughs> no, for you. No, 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 no. No, I agree. It, I it was in context. For, for, oh, yeah. For being for, someone who's not a no, 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 no. stand-up. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm, right. I'm saying I agree with you. For someone who is not a stand-up, mm-hmm. it went surprisingly well. Yeah, it was really funny. I fucking loved it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch you do stand-up. Do you have any like tapes? sets i oh kevin please say yes they are they're, they're all on youtube fuck yes <laughs> but now people some of them are look i've changed a lot okay <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm not what saying material that I, is this i'm not saying that i did any like you know racist good or you know very you weren't the guy who went before me i'm not the guy who went before you mm-hmm. but it was just like i probably you know wouldn't make those jokes now. That sounds like I've done problematic humor. It's not that. It's just like I'm embarrassed. Oh, no, jokes. I feel the same way. I've seen yeah. like sketches I've written for a couple of years ago, like yeah. like UCB sketches. And I'm like, you ever like delete stuff just because you're like, <laughs> my, my brain can't ever relive this again. Like you're just humiliated yeah. by what, and, and not even just comedy, music, like anything artistic. Did I, so when I was in like middle school, mm-hmm. I, my family was taking a trip to China to visit our other extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember writing in one tab in like a Tumblr thing and on the other tab or Google Docs on the other tab was thesaurus.com because I wanted to make myself sound smarter. I still do that yeah. to this day. And then occasionally intermittently I would just put brackets and then the song lyrics. That's cute. 
You put song lyrics in just like random like diary slash. I like posts. that. Oh, thank you. Is that supposed to be embarrassing? But I deleted those because I was like, I can't ever relive these. It was so embarrassing. I mean, when I moved out here, I was writing like a lot of lyrics and stuff, trying to get more into music, mm-hmm. and then reliving, like looking back at it recently, it was immediate shredding. Yeah, and you don't mean the good guitar. Because yeah, <laughs> immediate guitar shredding. I'm so fascinated by writers' like ability. Yeah. To I can't say this without sounding so craft a story, <laughs> but like I, I I think like poetry yeah. specifically, I think is so challenging and impressive yeah. and i never thought about it i just always said oh it's easy it's just less words right and some of them rhyme and then i tried to do it myself and was like oh this is incredibly Kevin, hard. people hated that ted talk people people thought that you were my wh- ted talk poetry sucks it's easy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> poetry takes a lot of patience i you've done it right i, I think you're um, I've done it like once. No, I've I've written poetry, but it's just like it takes so much patience to sit down and find like the right word. Yeah, because the source dot com isn't going to help you, and you can't just say chrysanthemum over and over. Um, if you are a poet or if you're practicing writing, mm-hmm. tweet stuff at maybe don't pod. Ooh. I want to see like yeah. I don't read enough poetry, mm-hmm. and I'm very intrigued by it. I think it's very impressive. There's this uh poet named. Mary Lambert, I think, and I could be getting this wrong, but I have the book title. It's Shame is an Ocean I Swam Across. I Swim Across. And she's just so fucking funny. Like she has a poem that's called like uh, farting in bed next to a hot guy or something like not all of them are crass, but it's just like Mm -hmm. that kind of like hyper modern, super funny. Yes. Um, I, I highly recommend. Yeah. A friend showed me her poetry. It's really good. That's what's like. So I think like impressive about a lot of poems where they can get Hyper specific, hyper modern, and yeah. it's immediate world building mm-hmm. in a way that I'm like, how did you do this? Yeah, it's baffling. Well, Kevin, some people have called our podcast the the poetry of um, podcasts of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is called an evening with Kevin and You song <laughs> by Kevin and You song for Kevin and You song. And dash dash the listener. Smiley face. Emoji. March 3rd. Year unknown. Brooklyn. I feel the wind against my face. Which face? The inner or the outer? Brooklyn is humid. Brooklyn is human, but that's kind of what makes it beautiful, right? Some places have high populations with very little humans. An evening with Kevin and Yusung, where one of them is, you know, you know, sometimes we might misspeak um, and others find the beauty in it. Well, I just wish that those others would certainly come to this podcast. Okay. Note taken for the others. <laughs> okay. In Brooklyn in March, the weather is such that there is so much water in the air. Water in the air. It's pouring rain. Kevin runs to catch the train, and he feels the pain as he misses it. The rain kisses it. His face the lace of the shoe <laughs> flies away and falls 
into the poo of the dog who dropped a log. You saw, he shouts. On the train? Oh, here, I'm Kevin. Oh, I guess I was you. Go ahead. On the train, I search for a friggin' brain, and I find other people, and I... (laughs) Go to the steeple, metaphorically, in the train. So it's still searching for that brain. I'm Yusan. <laughs> I learned to forgive my sometimes petty friend. <laughs> and don't sweat the small stuff. Okay, point, point taken. <laughs> it's human in Brooklyn. It's human in Brooklyn. Kevin, I feel like we stumble into this position it's like frequently where the opening segment is really intense. And now I truly have nothing but benign questions. Great. Okay. Do you listen to things when you fall asleep? (laughs) 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 See, I feel like, I feel like any good, you know, a producer would probably tell us, maybe start with that next time. Maybe just start with that one. Instead of diving into No, you, you got to the... come in swinging. You got to grab the audience I up guess. top. You can't come in with, what do you fall asleep to? And then <laughs> pray that they pay attention in the second half. Do, um, do I fall asleep to anything? Mm-hmm. It varies. Yeah. Sometimes it's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast? I have fallen asleep to this podcast. <laughs> probably in fear that I missed an edit. Recently, it's been audiobooks, though, because Ooh. the tone of it grabs my attention but enough mm. where i can slowly fall asleep yeah where sometimes with podcast i just start like laughing i'm i'm too like yeah, yeah i'm awake for another hour mm-hmm. where with an audiobook the rhythm of it is slow enough where then it my brain feels like it kind of mirrors it and then slows down with it mm-hmm. do you listen with headphones or do you listen i listen with airpods so yes what is that pretentious no what are you laughing at no I'm sorry I don't know why I'm laughing I'm so sorry I think in my mind I was like I just didn't expect that answer like next to Leah I'm just listening to stuff out loud yeah no that's oh sorry it's just waking you up I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I was being judgmental I'm like what do you listen to Mr. Hotshot with your like surround sound apparently no 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 so I oh Kevin because I don't live with my significant other. Mm-hmm. Some would say that my significant other is work. Just kidding. What? No one would say that. Um, I don't get that at No, all. I was just, some would say I'm married to my job. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Like your relationship yeah, is yeah, your yeah. job. But no one says that, and I also don't believe in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I feel like I'm at one of your stand-up sets. <laughs> Dude, oh man, you're I, gonna kill me by the end. No, of no, this. no, 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 because uh, no, you're right. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: I listen, I fall asleep to YouTube videos of people gaming. I could see that also. Are it, you? You're not watching it, right? You're listening. I, I'm listening, and for a period of time, I was like, "Why do I keep having nightmares?" And it's because I was falling asleep <laughs> to people playing like PUBG or Call of Duty, like shooters. Oh my god! Yeah, it was very scary. Um, uh. Here's my philosophy um, of why I listen to things. Of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to miss out. Like, why go to sleep when I could be watching YouTube videos? 
Isn't that weird? I feel that I have like FOMO for yeah. audio stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I, I just have FOMO for like content in general or like Same. waking hours. And so I'm like, well, if I fall asleep accidentally mm-hmm. in the attempt to consume more, like a good American, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've done my, I'm not actually missing out. I tried my best. So you're listening to gaming stuff. Yeah, I'm listening to gaming stuff out loud. I could see that being soothing because I imagine also the streamer is not talking nonstop. Yeah, no, no, no. So there's pauses where it is just like, not silence, but it's quieter for sure. Yeah. Is it weird not watching and just listening to them react to a thing that you don't know what they're... It's like when a podcaster is reacting to a thing they're watching on TV. Mm -hmm. And then as a listener, you're probably like, what the heck are they talking about? Yeah. A hundred percent. You're right. Like it is weird being like, wow. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm still going to bed. Sounded interesting. Yeah, sounded interesting. (laughs) Too bad. Um, And here's the thing. I feel like I would be a much healthier person if I didn't do this. If I just slept after reading next to a night lamp. I mean, everyone would, right? Yeah. That's the dream scenario, you know? You mm-hmm. Put your phone down and then read yeah. all the time. Yeah. I got to get better with reading, man. I feel like podcasting is ruining my attention span. It's such a long-form medium, though. Yeah. Relatively. Yeah, but it's it's listening. I Like, I, mm. it, it feels so much easier to me. I, I just got to find the right books. Yeah. I still get books that I'm like, ah, this still feels like homework. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I just need to be, here's the thing. And you're reading SAT prep material. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And my old workbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I need to be in a certain mood to read and like energy level. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can listen to podcast music, maybe not audiobooks, but I can listen to podcasts, any mood, any energy that I'm in. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you got to get in that reading rhythm. Can, um, reading Hashtag rhythm. reading rhythm. <laughs> LeVar Burton spinoff show. Yeah. Um, got rid of the rainbows. Oh got into the beat. <laughs> Kevin, I have a follow-up question. Okay. The follow-up question You're is- You're such a good interviewer. Oh, thank you. Wait, I forgot my question. Wait. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, hang on. I had a follow-up question. What were we just talking about? Falling asleep Reading, to things, listening. Yeah. Oh, what's your opinion on happy music? I don't think happy music has a place in this world. Happy music? Happy music. Music that starts you on the one chord. You have to earn that one chord. Yeah, like- I hate that. More than anything. I mean, yeah, it feels pretty um, like boring. I think yeah. it just feels like we've heard it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that you have to earn the happiness of the one chord. This feels like a, a life philosophy too. <laughs> you got to earn it. Okay, well, how about this? I feel like I've just, you know, I saw things. Like what? Uh, like, like crime? Like crime, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was like a wartime situation mm-hmm. and someone I was close to got injured. Oh, damn. That mm-hmm. would suck. Yeah. Yeah, that music would appropriately score seeing <laughs> someone close to get injured in a war. Be do be do be. Anyway, that's my rant. I, I think, and don't get me wrong, it's like pretty facetious. I know, like, if you like happy music, that's good. Yeah. Wait, Kevin, can you ask me a follow-up question? Okay. And, and I have a follow-up question that I like to be asked. 
Sure. Um, a good follow-up question. Why did you feel like this was a good <laughs> thing to bring up? I just thought it might be interesting because we were talking about like listening to stuff. And I've just been thinking about this recently because sometimes I'll listen, like happy music will be on and I'll have to explain my stance of why I'm not enjoying it. Why? Like, um, is it like feel country music, right? No, it's just like feel good music. Like even if it's like pop clubby music, that's just like, yeah, celebrate. You're alive. Buy our things. Like, no, I can't do that. I just think it's just so like... No, I agree. I, yeah. do, I equally don't enjoy it. I'm trying to play devil's advocate of why. I think it's like, it's easy. Mm -hmm. And most of the world functions on the one chord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most of the world aren't like musicians and they aren't actively thinking. Yeah. Why is this sound bleh? Right. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. You're on that four chord state of mind. I, I'm on that uh, uh, minor fourth. Um, you are in the minor for the, the sadness, uh, sadness spot. Um, do you have an opinion on reggae music? Sh it makes shrug with smile. <laughs> sure. It makes me uncomfortable because it's not on the downbeat. Oh, but as a drummer, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's the minor four as a drummer. <sighs> you got me there. I mean, am I listening to reggae every day? No, but mm. it's different. Genres are fun. What genres do you feel like you should be listening to more of that you're not? Oh my God, Kevin! First of all, I'm sorry for ever making fun of your AirPods because of what I'm about to say. Jazz. What does that have to do with my making I don't fun know. of my Jazz AirPods? Jazz feels like pretentious as hell. You think ever? I think you think everything is pretentious. Um, Massages, jazz, <laughs> AirPods. Well, you haven't heard what I was going to say next. French impressionist music. I don't. I I truly don't know what that is. Okay, but you haven't heard what I was going to say next. <laughs> Bird songs. I don't know what that is either. Okay, but you haven't? Like literal birds? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd actually be kind of pretty. Is oh. that an actual thing? I mean, one guy, I think it was Saint Seans, like wrote like a suite about birds, like bird songs on the piano, and that was the only concert I've left halfway in the, in the middle of. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't like, it was a, it wasn't like peaceful. It was just like... It was like hyper, like modern like and disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, Kevin, I don't. Uh, well, I'm coming off as like. Nope, nope. You're allowed to have opinions, and I want you to express okay, these right, more because I can't. I can't. I you want know, you to focus more on I, your opinions and less about your fear of uh, judgment, <laughs> of being judgment. Okay. Yeah. yeah that fucking uh, dude. Lay it uh, on me. Uh, okay. I was taking piano lessons that semester. Mm -hmm. Um. And the, my piano teacher was playing in this concert and playing one of these like bird songs. And I was like, I left halfway through because it was so just like, you cannot, like not all music, you can, you need to be able to snap your fingers too. But like mm -hmm. with that type of music where you couldn't even snap to the beat once in 20 measures, I was like, we are all pretending here. I've never been more confident that an entire room of adults and children are pretending that we like something. But don't you think some musicians make music like that to get that reaction? Like I, I, that person prob sure. probably knew that it sounded insane mm -hmm. and almost hard and painful to listen to. Yeah. Yet they still did it. Well, then they should also expect to get absolutely fucking lambasted mm -hmm. on a- And have people walk out. Yeah. On a lowercase c comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hashtag not sorry. Yeah. Thank you for saying that it's okay for me to have opinions. Because I, I want you to have dude, opinions. I've been trying you to. You smoked seven cigarettes Wait, in your life, Kevin. We can't. No, I. Uh, I have. I don't like that. I don't. I, I very much re referencing a thing to something we cut out. Oh, really? <laughs> 
right? Because isn't that in the episode we cut? Oh, shit. All right. Here it may be down. We straight up put episodes in a grave. (laughs) We record them and go straight to the morgue. (laughs) (laughs) We told so many stand-up jokes in that one. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, boy. We listened to all of our stand-up. Do you think we'll collapse under the pressure of podcasting? Did you no, get I think we like it too much. I think no, not not that we like podcasting too much. I think we like this show too much. That's true. D- did you ever get nervous when you saw how, like, as uh, you know, like when you look at numbers or anything? Like nervous that people are listening to it, and now we have a, almost an obligation to keep doing it. That like you've let everyone down and your ancestors because your family sacrificed so much for you to come to this country, and now you're podcasting, and you can't even do that. As a white man, <laughs> I often think about how much my ancestors sacrificed for me to make my own podcast. Mm. That was a poem that we cut out of the <laughs> yeah, last that was a, yeah, yeah, we talked a lot about race relations. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Buys, Tries, Thighs, and Goodbyes, Pasadena's first aerobics class to help get you through those hard goodbyes in your life. Woo! I'm your instructor, Chase, and with me is Dr. Carmichael Dallas. Hello. Welcome. All right, first, we're going to just start by uh, loosening up. We're going to jog in place. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Okay, while you're jogging, here's goodbye scenario number one. You're at the airport. Knees up, ladies. (laughs) You're at the airport. You've just said your long, you know, heartfelt message, and then you both walk towards the bathroom. Johnny, are you yawning? Don't do that. (laughs) This is a nightmare situation. So what you do is you just look over and you're like, do you have to take a shit? If not, get out of my fucking way. And you assert your dominance and you be the first one in that bathroom. Hell yeah. We're going to then go to a shallow squat, folks. Okay, so we're just going to bend the knees. We got our hands above our head and we're just going to squat. Okay. Left, right, left, right. This is one that you might find yourself in often. You say buenos noches, but the time of day is not good. You have to say buenas tardes because it's not that late yet. And so, but to make matters worse, you're at the embassy and you're an ambassador. Uh, And so this is just a disaster situation. Um, So you look at the person, you might be thinking to yourself, do you talk to, you you ask them, do do I take a shit? No, that'd be entirely inappropriate here. Um, Big breaths, everyone, big breaths, don't forget. You say, sorry, I'm working on learning the language and you bow your head And you never go into that embassy ever again. It's too late. Just get out of there. Thank you, doctor. From here, we're going to go into a lateral crab walk. So we're going (laughs) to bend our knees low. And then we're going to have our hands uh, touching each other. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? You guys know what I mean. Uh, Just like what I'm doing here. Yeah, touching each other. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You might need to leave the class. Uh, we're bending. We're uh, look like we're praying to the big G O D himself, and we're moving. Ready? Right. Right. All right. So this one, right. this one's just a, like oh, Left. talk about a hump day. Left. Uh, Left. You're at a funeral. It's uh, and you're saying your goodbyes, and then all of a sudden the body gets up, and 
it's like, hello, I'm still here. Double time. Right, 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 right. And this is just a nightmare situation. Like, this is just, you're completely and entirely fucked. Um, so what you need to do is you give that person a big hug. Get yourself out of there and you never come back. You can never go back to that location ever again. You just gotta run and change your name, okay? Maybe use this newfound skill to like teach a class or something, okay? All right, just, I gotta go, okay, bye. These are called regular jumping jacks. Kevin. Uh huh. We don't have a time machine, but oh my God. <laughs> just every time I try to launch into a premise, it just feels like, it just feels like I'm a soulless late night host. I wouldn't say you're a late night host. But the other part? No, I'd say you're very soulful. <laughs> oh, thank you. I always describe you as soulful to my friends. <laughs> okay, okay. Here, Kevin, we don't have a time machine, but oh. if we did, and you could give younger you some advice. I was just thinking about this the other day. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought that I wouldn't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, as in like you just let younger Kevin... Figure it out, kind of. <laughs> I mean... You wouldn't warn them about anything. Any people. People, Any no. podcast networks. I think I would say, like... I f- the hardest thing for me to realize, and I feel mm-hmm. like I realized it pretty quickly, was adults are basically just children that are older. Yeah. My first few jobs dealing with people in their 40s that mm-hmm. were very stupid... I was like, but you're supposed to be the smart one. Have you heard the term boomer? Like baby boomer? Yeah, it's being thrown around on the internet, especially in like like video game communities and streamers. Like people oh, really? say boomer as like a really it's the same it's the same level of derogatory as um an older generation would say the word millennial. It's like real detached. Millennials these days. Yeah. Like and that. and then the retort is you're just a boomer. And it's like I so like there's, that. Yeah, so I'm... You I, boomer. I'm hopeful. It's got a good punch. Yeah, me too, because I'm hopeful that it makes people realize that fact a little more. Like, yeah. the older generation is, in fact, fallible. Like, yeah. You know what Mark Marin would say to that? What the fuck? Boomer lives. <laughs> what, would, what advice would you give to yourself? Uh, just try, try to... Try a different co-host. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, try to figure out what you're feeling a lot more. Try to be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. try to maybe I would probably younger me would scoff at this, but maybe do some yoga Yeah, because it's more active than meditation, but it achieves a similar result, at least for me. You recently got into this. We talked about this in the mm-hmm. episode that we <laughs> shot. Um, yeah, no. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about yoga in the episode that shall never be named. Um, and just, yeah, I, I would have so much advice. I would have to sit down with my younger self for a while. Oh my God. Yeah. How do you think your younger self would take it? It'd be like, just freak out. Oh, you're so cynical now. Do you remember when you were younger and you really cared about things? When you really Dang. knew how the world worked? Yeah. Your younger self was kind of mean. I know. My I like it. <laughs> I think I, did I tell you that I was mean during middle school? No. I would, um, this is going to sound awful and there's no way to sugarcoat it. So a lot of times I disagree with you, but I think this one I'm about to say, yeah, I yeah. think you're right. I would just say like, Hey idiot. Not like as a greeting, like, with more, insult. yeah, like more. But in my pitiful, pitiful defense, and you don't have to side with me even after this, um, I really, this does not, you can, I wasn't thinking. Like to me, it really wasn't an insult. It was more just funny. It wasn't even funny. It was just, I felt like it was just something that was said. And I know you could be like, you can murder someone and you can't be like, I just wasn't thinking. Like, 
I feel like you also only childs are very fascinating to me because I think mm-hmm. like when you say that to like an older brother, you just get punched immediately. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the point where then you don't greet other people like that. Right. And you taught me this lesson last week. Yeah, when, when I you punch punched you. Yeah. And then you said, We need to reevaluate our dynamic and our friendship. <laughs> yeah. And then you also pointed out you don't have an older brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh advice. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I was What do you mean when you were younger? No, I don't <laughs> I don't think so. No, I yeah. I think I was afraid of I, I saw so much gossip and shit talking about mm-hmm. mean people Ugh. that I was like, I don't I don't wanna be that person. Like I don't wanna be the person everyone goes home go homes to, goes homes to <laughs> and says the guy doesn't know how to talk. You don't wanna be the one that all those homes go goes home to. to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um did I tell you that I lost all my friends once? Like in a race? <laughs> Well, we were in a cornfield mm-hmm. and no, um, we would do these things. I think people might underestimate how clicky guys are, like young guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, we would, you know, spend the night at someone's house, have a bonfire, play night games, uh, sardines. Maybe you heard of it. Wolf. Maybe you heard of it. No. Flashlight tag. Maybe you heard of it. Ha- explain. Wait, really? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do agree though that I joke sometimes mm. like if I were to get married I'd have four or five people there that does sound very clicky yeah and so in that clicky environment yeah we would often gossip about someone that wasn't there and then the next day just we would all not be friends with that person and so dang this, dude yeah so this happened like once mean and then, girls you song edition dude mean um, boys stop trying to make Yu-Gi-Oh a thing that was a fetch I ah uh, that's good I like that <sighs> thank you and so yeah what was their response but it's actually really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It like happened to someone else, and then it happened to me, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, I could have seen this coming." But I was always <laughs> like mean to people, so I probably like I definitely deserve. Wow. It. So I think that might be a part of the reason why I'm really, really sensitive to people now. Like I don't want to upset anyone. That does make a lot of sense because you are very sensitive to people's yeah. feelings. It's also like my parents for sure, but but that's you know. I wouldn't have guessed it's because you were a mean kid. Mm-hmm. And that you now like went the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, I'm like a villain. You are like a villain. You're like a villain turned hero. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, who's that? Thor? I haven't watched the movies. Okay. So I'm trying to think of other advice I would um, just Because I literally be- was thinking about this. I think I have a very bad memory. I would mm. say focus on improving your memory. <laughs> Do some more Sudokus. Yes, more like that probably doesn't game, help with memory. Yeah. Like apps that help with your memory. Yeah, try to do more stuff outside of work. Mm-hmm. Like your you job working? doesn't define you. Yes, yeah, a six-year-old, <laughs> very fucked up childhood. You might have been mean, but I was mean to my boss. Yeah, wait, at the Kevin, oil factory. <laughs> I know that we were. Um, you know, it's the episode that will not be named. Yeah, we should stop talking about it. It yeah. sounds like a lot of shit went down. Act- yeah. Uh, truth be told, it just kind of sucked. And yeah. a lot of people don't. Well, like the one. A lot mo- of people would benefit from just like <laughs> looking at each other and go, we don't need to release this one. Yeah. Well, I think the one part that listeners will be upset at is that it did end with me literally crying on your shoulder. I think the other thing listeners will be upset at is they go, so this is the one you decided to release. <laughs> So anyway, in that episode, we talked about this. So we might be treading some water that we've already tread, but um, uh, trod? Okay, it's not important. Troded. 
Schrodinger's cat. So <laughs> we were talking about how like um You should do stand up, that was good. Hey, uh this Schrodinger guy, you know what I hated about him? Watch it. How indecisive he was. Do the jokes where you go more like Oh, okay, here we go. Um, hey, you hear about this uh new app? Um it's called uh, yeah. uh Postmates. Yeah. Yeah. Postmates more like uh USPS but for food but and faster. He still got it, Dad. <laughs> My demo was young children and their fathers. Um, um <laughs> and their dads. Yeah, you had a very uh yeah. male centric. I did show. a lot of jokes about playing catch. Um we were talking about how there was a think piece in the Atlantic. It was talking about how we expect everything from work. We not only expect it to just be, you know, a source of sustenance, but literally like a religion, it's supposed to supply like a sense of yourself and being and self-actualization. So I would give the same advice to myself too. Don't focus so much on work. You won't have any friends. It's scary because like when I moved here, I didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like my job was directly associated to like my value as a human being. Mm -hmm. And it's, it still doesn't feel like that one-to-one, but it is like, I think a lot of people have jobs where you pick a, a career, you know, in a perfect world, if mm -hmm. you can be in this situation, you are lucky enough to find a job that you enjoy. Yeah. And then if you get very passionate about it. And then you kind of like, not take everything personally, but you just become so yeah. invested in it. Yeah. And I also think maybe that's why there's a lot of studies about people change jobs a lot, but I am also like, I think there's a lot of people who stay in the same job because, or like relationships where it's like, I right. just sunk so much time into this. Would you describe that about us? Yeah. On episode five. <laughs> We sunk so much time and into it. And now we it. have to keep going. We do this for like 10 years because like on episode <laughs> five, we're like, dude, we've already done like what? Four five and a half hours. hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. Go off, King. Um, yeah, I know. I think that's, it's hard because it feels like you're like taking a step back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do a better job of like going on vacation, seeing a friend or family member that you haven't spoken to in a while. Um, yeah. But I a hundred percent agree with you when you're like really, really invested and then something goes wrong and you feel like something has gone abhorrently wrong yeah. in your life. Not only like, not only in your, that's like the answer isn't to take a step back. It's just to find balance. I think. Yes. That's, take, that's what it is. Take it from me, a 19 year old. <laughs> And yeah, I guess this is the episode where we do announce you songs 19. Oh, I'm not actually 19, but, uh, and I don't want to turn this into, look, this is maybe don't, this isn't maybe trap house. Dang. Yeah. I will say that I, I don't think that like America lets you exist very easily. You know what I mean? Just exist. It's, uh, sucks. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, listen, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for, for doing this, for coming. Like I, you know, this mock trial is really, really important to me and I know you're busy and we've all got exams and stuff. So I really appreciate your time. You did this for me. So I got to return the favor. That, that's, you know, thank you. Um, basically, so to sum up the case really, really quickly, and then we can rehearse, uh, you are being accused of murdering your husband. You're playing Miss Adams and then, uh, but you did not do it. I'm your defense attorney and you did not do it. Um, and so basically we need like emotion, but 
like just like, you know, sadness mm-hmm. and just like a really gentle vibe. And I'm just going to ask you questions about your alibi. And mm-hmm. uh, you weren't home that night. You were with a friend, mm-hmm. you know, doing a, a, a book club or reading or something, you know. Um, I'm excited about this because I've been taking some like night acting classes. So I oh. kind of like I practice it here. Then I can talk about it like in class tomorrow I, night. I mean, I, I mean, like I think that would be good. But, I, I, you know, I would say that probably like the facts are just like a little more important than the. The but, acting, yeah, it's just like a you know a little is probably okay. Well, the facts are kind of like what help an actor, but yeah, I, sure. know, I know what you mean. No, no, I know no. What you no. Mean. And honestly, if that helps, you know, I'm I'm all for it. I don't mean to mm-hmm. tell you what to do. Okay, okay, all right. Coming to the stand, uh, Miss Adams. Uh, uh, Miss Adams. I didn't fucking do it. Jeff, was that too much? Yeah, I, um, I can tone it down. Yeah, and. I loved the enthusiasm. I think that's what's going to win. Thank you. The, yeah, the case for me. And I thought that was great, but I think, yeah, probably. Like if that, that was probably like a 10, if we could go down to like a 0.5. Okay. Okay. Um, We've been practicing like projection a lot. I think the assumption is we're going to be playing these big open theaters. So it's like communicate to the person in the very back row, you right. know, but with the intimacy of the person who's right in front of your face. Is, so is this I've been kind of lost on that whole thing, so I think I've just been screaming the whole time. <laughs> it's my second class. I didn't really no, take good notes. Total, I mean, I just want to check real quick. You still want to be a lawyer? Yeah, like an acting lawyer. Like an active lawyer. But you said acting lawyer first. Does that mean like you just want to play the role of lawyers? We can go back I, to I, this I scene. mean, like, money's money, man. <laughs> okay, well, we can go back to this scene. All right. Miss Adams, um, you are being recklessly accused of something that you clearly did not do. The night of the murder, where were you? You know what else is reckless? Your breath. Back off. Jeff, is that true? Number one? What did you have for lunch? Tuna salad. Yeah. I'll what? Stand, what is I'll with stand, tuna? I'll stand further away. Stop with the tuna salad. I love it. It's like tuna, but... But it's not a dessert. I'm not, I'm not, I know you've been having like hamburgers for lunch, but a tuna salad is not a dessert. You need something grimy to cut through the hamburger. Okay. Okay. Toothpaste is what could also work. I mean, okay. Uh, point taken. I'll, I'll stand further behind you. I just like... Okay. We need to... You know, just the facts. We don't need to... You're right. Yeah. You're yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah right. Okay. Okay. Ms. Adams, the night of the murder, you were at a friend's house doing a book club, were you not? I was. It was a comic book club. We're talking about how fucked up the Marvel movies are, pardon my French, but they are kind of disturbing. Jeff, the lawyer, I mean, the person playing the judge is one of our professors. We can't say fucked up. Okay. I don't think, you said that so quickly, but I'm I'm a little worried. Passion is passion. Okay. Money is money. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ms. Adams, you loved your husband, didn't you? Passionately. Okay. We well, made love every morning oh. and every night. The morning ones were tough. I'll be honest. A lot of times I wasn't 100% awake. No! That sounds bad. It was It was always consensual. Right, right, it was always right, consensual. Right, right, right. But sometimes you're just like, I was... You feel like you're still a little sleepy. You're sleepy. That's what I meant. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Um, Thank you. But boning is boning. (laughs) 
Jeff, I just hear the thank you, by the way. Thank you for your time. I, you know, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, you it. did this for me. Yeah. I, I. You didn't really deliver. We won the case. Okay. You're right. A win is a win. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you make these statements, which is just A equals A. and Doesn't it? I mean, it does, but it doesn't say, look, everything besides the point. We just need to, look, I just need to get across that you were not home the night of the murder. Okay. And just some soft emotion about how much you were in love. Okay. That's literally all I need. I wasn't home the night of the murder. You weren't home the night of the murder. And some soft in love. Soft emotion, like showing some soft Soft love. Soft emotion, soft love. Okay. Not like a soft boning, like Miss Adams. We here know. Felatio is a delicate act. (laughs) But when done right. Someone never, you never forget it. Fellatio is fellatio. No, I would disagree. Jeff! I... Fellatio is a lot of things. It's not that easy. We in the court can clearly see that you are t- torn up about your husband being killed. Yeah, I'm a mess. Yeah, okay. And clearly, you have friends that can back you up saying that you were not home the night of the murder. You were at Lorraine's house. I was at Lorraine's. Doing a book club. Head of the comic book club. Thank you. Uh, it's kind of biased because she works yeah. for DC. And we, it's like, we're so you can't like pick a lane. You know what I mean? In fact, we were it's there. It's too obvious that you don't like the Marvel comic books. As in we finished and then he kept going. Okay. Um, All right, Jeff, you know, I think we're going to be fine. If we can just, you know, I loved everything except the expansion into not the Marvel universe, but the universe discussing I the Marvel universe. I also don't like the expansion of the Marvel universe. All is it ex- guys, it's the deals. Expansion it's is the it, contracts. Expansion is expansion. Tom Holland gets like six more movies. We're screwed. Is he great? Yeah. Is he charming? Yeah. Beautiful? Yeah. Funny guy? Yeah. Freaking signed a. 10 year relationship. It's like my relationship with my former husband. Wait, what? Oh, 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 I mean, we signed a six year deal that for $10 million, we would be married. And my sister, sorry, his sister learned of it. Mm -hmm. And let's just say she was not happy. Are you meaning to imply that your husband's sister was the killer? There is no implication. It is the truth. Holy shit. Jeff, that was amazing. I, that's, I mean, that's exactly what we need. Talk about an end game. <laughs> well, we did it. Another episode of Maybe Don't. A variety show with an opening segment and a closing segment. Kevin, how do you feel? I'm actually pretty happy. I always go into these like, what the heck? <laughs> and then I leave going, meh. <laughs> what the heck? I, it always does sound better. Like, when we leave, it's like, oh my God, really? But then we listen to it and it's like, this is not bad. And I want listeners to feel the same way when you start it. Go into it thinking like, eh. Yeah. But yeah. then try to leave thinking... If you could leave an iTunes review with just, uh, that would be. With five stars. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thanks to everyone who have you oh, noticed we've yeah. gotten like holy oh. shit, yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who's listening. <laughs> I, like sincere, sincerely, I'm so happy. Yeah, I we were yeah we didn't expect this. I thought like a hundred people yeah. were gonna listen. I was I'd thinking like, like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, I was thinking like, wow, maybe three hundred people will listen. And it's pretty crazy. We have three hundred and fifty people. <laughs> But people, uh, <laughs> wait, Kevin, we, I don't want to give people on, the wrong. Okay, okay. Um, uh, it's really cool yeah. that people are listening to this. Yeah, pe- more people are listening to this than we thought they were. Yeah, and I'm so happy. Yeah, sincerely, thank you. Okay, should All we right. do some lessons learned? Let's do some lessons learned. When you say the word humid, be very, very careful. Yes. And uh, you hear jokes about, you know, podcasting, comedy podcasts are just someone slipping up a word and then everyone repeating it. And then you make it a t-shirt and then it's just like every, you keep referencing it and you're like, dude, that's so lame that people do that. And then you host your own podcast. (laughs) Human t-shirts are coming. Uh, Yeah. Uh, talk about Game of Thrones. Um, I learned that when you um, when you tell people that you did stand up in the past, you should have a joke just in case they ask for a joke. Otherwise, it can get weird. Um, I learned on um, Ten Facts About dot com slash Eddie Murphy slash ID slash six seven five. Wait, you're cheating? No, I'm not. He was ranked number 10 on Comedy Central's list of the 100 greatest stand-ups of all time. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. He's really funny. Um, I've learned that I probably shouldn't make fun of, like, poetry in general. Because I, I genuinely want to be better at it. And I might be happier as a person if I was better at it. See, I actually want you to make fun of more stuff. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it th- makes me feel so good watching you... Like be snarky. It kind of feels if I were to compare it to something. Do you yeah. know that scene in Forrest Gump where he starts running and the braces, the meta- the metal braces, like fall off his legs, and then he just starts trucking it. That's how I feel when I watch you, like, kind of lightly jab something. I will say that I'm like really scared of offending um, people, but I know that I can't be everyone's friend, so it's probably good for me to voice some negative opinions. Yeah, you're a pretty negative dude, but yeah, <laughs> not yeah. really about uh, people like anything except yourself. Yeah. Where I actually think I'm the opposite. <laughs> I should be maybe a little more <laughs> and uh, critique myself a little more. Okay, I learned that uh, Eddie Murphy was one of the last movie actors to sign an exclusive contract. Wait, Kevin, we're supposed to be doing things that we've learned, and you're just reading Eddie Murphy facts. I learned that Yusong falls asleep (laughs) to voices going, totally own that noob. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then he wonders why he has horrifying nightmares. Hey, go home. Eddie Murphy has played multiple <laughs> roles in seven different movies. Hold on, that's crazy. 
He's played multiple roles in seven different movies. Sorry. Go home. Hey, just a quick thank you to those supporting us on Anchor.fm. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, Aaron Stelly, thank you. And my mom. Uh, We did it. Thank you very much, both. (laughs) Equally, sorry, mom, you don't get more love than Aaron. (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for supporting the show. We'll see you next week.